0: Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go.
1: Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White.
0: Hey, Matt, what's happening, man?
1: What's going on, Brandon? How you doing?
0: I'm ready to talk about 401ks. We're going to jump into this one because today's topic, partners, a we're going to do a partnership case study with path, pass-through entities, and you're going to describe how these pass-through entities that many of us, it can happen, I think, in doctors, it can happen in real estate, it can happen in all these different types of businesses where you have different partnerships and you're trying to separate things for liability reasons and things like that can actually hurt your 401k strategy and it's not that you don't do those things but you need to understand the implications and think of this from a 30,000 40,000 foot view so that you understand how to maximize everything that you're doing including your 401k savings.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and and I I wanted to talk about this one and I kind of the last episode we I brought this up just as a um more of a how to maximize profit sharing, um, go back and listen to that one too, is I've been getting a lot of doctors and lawyers and, and highly successful partnerships where there's multiple um, owners and ownership, uh, uh, maybe three or four that are in this group. Um, and what they're doing is, you know, it's a, it's a partnership, but then each segment of partnership is owned by an, as maybe an S corp LLC, most likely an S corp. And, there's a controlled group problem, which we've talked about before. And, and a lot of these folks are getting. Well, bad maybe advice. you should just.
0: Can you? I'm interrupting. Can sure, you just, please. real quickly, for listeners who maybe just came on this episode, uh, control group, just give a brief synopsis yeah. of
1: that? Yeah. Controlled group is where you have multiple, uh, someone owns or, or an entity owns multiple businesses. And what's, what's happening is the IRIS created this control group rule because there's business owners who are trying to bypass their employees by opening up a second entity and basically trying not to offer a, a 401k plan to the to the employees by and doing maybe a solo 401k for themselves or a SEP IRA for themselves to where they don't have to offer a match or anything like that. So that's that's the basic definition of a controlled group. Um, I'll I'll Dip in a little bit further into that too when we go over this this case study, um, and this is a g- generic case study because I've been getting a lot of these lately, and it, it really it's coming down to bad advice. A lot of people are getting this bad advice from other professionals, and so taking a step back, you know, they have this partnership. There's three or four, uh, three or four partners in this, and they're they they're running it through an S corp. To each of them, um, and then they're opening these individual 401ks or solo 401ks or SEP IRAs, and by doing this, they think they're able to bypass offering this to their employees at the partnership level, right? And that is an absolute hardcore no. Uh, the IRS will always lean towards the employee when you're trying to um, bypass them, and you know there, there are several that actually have a 401k. It, it gets down to this this, this, this as granular as this. So let's say they have a 401k, a safe harbor, um, and then they they have their own individual or solo 401k through their uh, pass-through entity. Yes, you are offering a, a safe harbor 401k to your employees. That's great. Good for you guys. But the problem is there's a lot more profit sharing in the solo 401k that's going on. And you're, in essence, bypassing the profit sharing because you're able to max out it. 61,000 or 67,000, depending on how old you are. But if you're not offering that profit sharing to your employees, then you have a control group violation. And a lot of people think, um, a lot of professionals think that just by offering a safe harbor 401k, yes, it bypasses the top heavy testing, but it does not bypass the control group rules. It absolutely does not bypass the control group rules. So, What's going on is what you really should be doing is contributing to your own partnership 401k, the, the 401k that is in the in the 401k with the partnership. You cannot be opening up a secondary solo 401k without offering profit sharing in, this, in the full-blown uh, matches and contributions that you're giving yourself. You have to give to those employees as well, or you're in violation. Another part of that is there's there's um, you know a number of accountants and and other folks who who think doing a SEP IRA just because they have an IRA at the end of that for that that retirement plan and not 401k they think that bypasses those control group rules as well and that is absolutely not the case so they 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 were told that you could do a uh, a safe harbor 401k for your employees but the SEP IRA is something that you can do on your own on the side. And and a SEP IRA, if a lot of people don't know this either, is technically the same as the profit sharing. So the employer match or the employer contributions, which is that second layer that we talked about in previous episodes, that's employer contributions, which in essence is, is, is tallied the same as profit sharing. And if you're not offering that to your employees, then you're in violation as well. So... Control groups are very um, broad. There's a lot of definitions of what a control group is, and we've talked about this. And one is the one is the uh, uh, parent subsidiary. Um, one's the the brother or sister, and we've talked about you know the fifty percent rule, right? So if you have a group of four who own pieces of this partnership at twenty five percent, they technically pass that rule, right? They pass that fifty percent rule because they're under fifty percent. And there's even an eighty percent rule. Too, if uh, another organization owns the more than eighty percent, that's also they pass that rule because they're nowhere near the eighty percent. But there's an affiliated service rule that a lot of people don't think about. They always think about about the percentage owned, right? Affiliated service is if one hundred percent of an entity's income, which is the pass through, right, is being funded or being paid or or the income is coming through, you are an affiliated service group. It is clear to the IRS that you've created this entity for the sole purpose of a pass-through. And that is why the control groups were formed. The rules were formed is to not to make sure that you are not bypassing your employees by creating these pass-through entities, and you would be, in essence, in violation of the control groups.
0: Question, if you did have 10 partners and they all had 10%, Oh, they would fail on the affiliated service. Cause mm-hmm. so the affiliated service thing is a catch all. The long and short of it is you cannot pass through money through your entities. It sounds like for the same service, regardless of your percentage to try to maximize your 401k basic, basically. I mean, doesn't that turn into a disaster when you find that map? Because now let's say yeah. you have four partners. They've all built four 401k plans mm-hmm. in their own entity for themselves. They're in violation of the control group. You have four separate things. I mean, that that's a nightmare to even fix.
1: Yeah, there, sometimes you got to get an ERISA attorney involved uh, with these types of with these types of programs. And and at the, at the end of the day, um, you know, control groups are are tough. You know, they're very in depth. And at the end of the day, the, an Arista attorneys who you need to have sign off on the determination of if it's a control group or not. And, um, spoken to a lot of people where they're trying, they're really trying to get around that, these rules and they're coming up with ways and yeah, on paper, it makes sense, but then you got to look at it from this perspective instead of this perspective. And, but if your pass through has a nice balance of different sources of income, you're fine, you know, real estate investments or, and then you have this, this company coming in from here and this company, and that's a different story. But if it is just a if solely, its if sole purpose is to, um, for protection, really, you know, like you mentioned in the beginning, it's to protect you and, you know, tax purposes and things like that too. But um, that is a control group by definition through the affiliated service rule.
0: So if you're listening out there and you've done something like this, you're going to need to get it fixed. There's a link in the show notes to get a hold of Matt. I have heard him talk about this at length because when we talk, he tells me about how trying to fix all this crap. And that's why he can't get back to me on email. So uh, I know he's got experience in it. If you don't even have a 401k, but this is interesting to you because you want to save money and help your employees, then click that link. There's a link in the show notes. Matt will be able to help you out. Matt, thanks for explaining this and really busting some myths. There's there's no way around this. I
1: know. And
0: you do not... I'll tell you what you will pay. You'll pay an attorney to fix this if you get it wrong.
1: Yeah. hope nobody listens All to right this man. on a Friday before the weekend, but, you know, <laughs> Debbie Downer today.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot,
1: Matt. Thanks for it.
0: Bye, everyone.